Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. So in the gospel here, we have Jesus doing something that he often does, which is a... um, a correction of the understanding of his listeners of what they think the law means or what they think the, uh, the precepts of the law intend. So t- I want to take you back to, so not Mark's gospel, Matthew's gospel, where Jesus is preaching his inaugural sermon, the Sermon on the Mount, where we hear these series of statements from him where he says things like, you've heard that it was said, but I say unto you, right? You've heard this, but I say unto you. For example, you've heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say unto you, whoever looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. You've heard it said, but I say unto you. What he's doing there, and like he's doing in some ways in the gospel today, he's, he's ratcheting things up. He's ratcheting things up. It's John Paul II, he, in his teaching, his interpretation of Jesus' uh, words in the Sermon on the Mount is saying that he's passing, he's inviting them to pass over from the ethic to the ethos, right? The ethic is the external keeping of external ritual piety laws. The ethos is the internal transformation of the heart, right? It's not just a mere constraint on my behavior from the outside. It's an actual inner transformation of my heart such that I'm actually in line with what God wants, That's the ethic versus the ethos. And what Jesus is doing in the Sermon on the Mount, in many ways throughout his whole ministry, what he's doing is he's revealing the radical demands of the law that were always latent in there. And he came to give us the power to fulfill them. St. Augustine said, The law was given that grace might be sought, and grace was given that the law might be fulfilled. Right? The point of the giving of the law was not necessarily so that they could perfectly keep all the precepts of the law. The giving of the law was to partly realize that I can't do this on my own. It's not a mere matter of hemming in my external behavior. Like the hemming in of the external behavior is not enough to actually transform the inner part of the heart. So Jesus is coming to give us the power to live the ethic of the law in the deepest sense through the ethos of the law. It's not like he's coming to be, it's not like he's coming to be like a a new coach. Like in the Sermon on the Mount, it's not like Jesus is saying, look, I know your old coach had you just, you know, run two miles for your warm-up, but I'm your new coach and you're going to now run 50 miles for your warm-up. That's what it can feel like, right? You've heard that it was said, but I say unto you. You've heard that it was two miles, I say now 50 miles. That's not what he's doing. He's come to reveal the radical demands of the law. The word radical comes from radix in the Latin, which means root. Think of like radish, right? It's where we get that idea. He's revealing the root of the laws and to empower us to keep them. Like what we're talking about here, what I'm talking about here this morning is this idea of real, like real and serious inner transformation of the person. Like we really can be transformed. No one is condemned. Everyone is invited, but it all passes through the cross. If you want transformation, you got to go through the cross. That's the point. Like, this is why in the gospel today, Jesus is speaking to his disciples and he's broadening their whole worldview regarding 
good like an evil, clean and unclean, moving them beyond this external keeping of these laws, this inner transformation of the heart. He's like, it's not about the foods that go into your stomach, external keepings of the law. He's saying it's about the heart and what comes out of the heart. It's a heart reality. It's a heart reality. And the question is, is, is what he's talking about, is it actually possible? Is it actually possible Again, back to John Paul II, he would always, he would say this over and over again to these people who kept crit- criticizing him, saying, what you're holding out for modern men and women, in particular regarding sexual ethics, people would critique John Paul II and say, what you're holding out is too hard. This is not possible for modern men and women. He would say, who are we talking about? Man dominated by sin or man redeemed by Christ? And he would say, do not drain the cross of its power to redeem. Yes, this is possible. This real transformation of the heart is possible. His love can reach that deep down to really touch the deepest parts of our hearts to transform us. You know, I was thinking about St. Paul. I've always been so drawn to St. Paul, his letter to the Corinthians, 1 Corinthians where Paul is writing to the Corinthians, and this is what he says to them. This is Paul chapter 6, starting at verse 9. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor robbers will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, he says. And such were some of you. But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ in the spirit of our God. Like, he's telling them, this is who you were. This past tense, this is who you were, but you've been washed, you've been sanctified, you've been justified. And the question is, where do you get that kind of detergent What are we talking about? How does that washing get that deep down? It's through deep and vulnerable letting him in, letting Jesus' love, his gaze, his mercy penetrate the deepest, darkest parts of our hearts. That's the healing. That's the washing. That's the sanctifying. It's letting the light shine into every nook and cranny of every part of our heart, every part of our life. Like, the goal of the spiritual life is to let him quite literally love the hell out of us. And I mean that. Hell is the alienation of the human heart from God. There are parts of our hearts that are alienated, isolated from God, where we have not let God in. We carry hell in our hearts in these different pockets. And Jesus wants to come and love the hell out of us. That's the truth. And the only question is, friends, again, this morning is always, it's will we let him? Will we let him? I pray we do. Amen.